Quick, who's in scary movie? Regina Hall. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, come on, man. Give me some credit. I'm good with names. Omar who? Epps. Uh, what if I said it was wrong because I was thinking of Mike Epps? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the game we're playing. Idiot. Hello and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve and joining me as always, it's Nader Samar. Well, that ninja boy got four beers. What you want to do with it? Touch it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch it. Nader, this is our fourth and final episode in our quarantine editions. Put it in, take it out. It's crazy stuff. Guys, we have, this is a binge session for us in terms of recording. This is the, this is the pod-a-thon. This yeah. is the Padme Amidala-thon. This is four pods in a row Johnny brought the beers, Nader brought the African food, no one left this building, and if you touch one more thing that me or Tara touch, I'm going to smack the shit out of you, John. On God. I've only, well, listen, you don't know what I did in the bathroom, but we're going to talk today about the movie 10 Things I Hate About You in our review, and then in our buffering section, we are going to review the summer of 2000. Ooh. Nader? Dougie Fresh. I've got news for you. Oh my God. Kissing isn't what keeps me up to my elbows in placenta all day long. We watch 10 Things I Hate About You. For every girl who's ever hoped. Daddy, as you know, it's the prom. Every guy who's ever tried. You never give up, do you? Was that a yes? No! And anyone. You're concentrating awfully hard considering it's gym class. Who's ever been taken completely by surprise. You're not as vile as I thought you were. 10 Things I Hate About You. Which one do you like better? Stinky Styles and Bianca Booty. Pops Wildin'. You can get it, but only if she can get it first. Holla at me, I'm the Joker. Crumb Halt's JGL. Shorty Wonder Oop. But she probably just need 500 days of summer. Mm. Singing them songs, though. All up on the bleachers. Pay me this money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get the nookie. She like, what? I'm gonna get that money, though. I'm like, alright, give me some more, though. Alright, price right? Game show. You know what it is. Back in it. In the whip. The teacher and uh, guidance counselor <laughs> are the best. We'll get into quotes later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad is usually a mean dude, but in this one he's like reasonable and like kind of fun-loving even though he's crazy, so I appreciated that. And uh, JGL ends up getting with Bianca Breezy. And Heath Ledger can, him and uh, fucking Jules Alves get to have tattoos and listen to fucking Morrissey all day. Definitely get to have tattoos for sure. 10 Things I Hate About You. Nailed it. Yeah. Got in one. Said the title that time. Uh, not our, what's my first note on top? The adults are the best. Pot over? We're done? That's it. Okay. Got it. Um, so the three main adults in this movie are. Crush it. The main teacher, or I guess the English teacher, who's credited as Daryl Chill Mitchell. That's fun. Nope, nothing uh, nothing unpacked there. Really weird. Uh, then you have uh, Alice and Janney playing the guidance counselor, who's more... Horny con- as fuck, more but only in terms of, like, literary horny. She's writing an erotic novel, literally, where she has JGL in the office, and she's like... That robust package, baby! I'll get to you in a second. Good stuff. And then you have... Throbbing members, what it was. That's what Julie Stiles said yeah. that really set her off. You have... Uh, uh, Larry Miller playing the dad, who's just every everything he says. Like a better man that looks like his name. His name's been Larry Miller this whole time. This whole time, never changed it. 
He's very funny. I feel like they named him after his career. <laughs> Larry Miller's been around forever, and he's always is always great. From Holtz, no dreads though, so bit of a bit of a letdown. A little bit of a letdown hair wise, but he does have the body of a forty-two year old man, so that's nice. Krum is shaped like a fucking beer can or like a milk carton in this movie. <laughs> For some reason, oh, so he funny. just has the shape and stature of a dad and the clothes <laughs> to match. It's incredible. It's a little box. The um, the main premise of this movie is JGL is a kid who comes into town. Uh, this is Seattle based school. A high school. 70 on Metacritic? Sorry. What? No. I should, should be higher. Oh my god. This is a fantastic film. Yep. Whatever you say, buddy. I love this movie. Um, Jill Gunker. Who's that? The director of this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, she's like done nothing else. But, um... The, there's... The, the, this is... What I like about this movie is that it, it accepts the ridiculousness of the premise and really, like, goes... Ridiculous! So, okay. All the, uh... The school is, like... So, JGL comes to the school, and he immediately sees this girl he's attracted to. By the way, horrible JGL performance. For for a person that we know to be a good child actor, like, completely on Third Talk by the Sun, horrible in this. He has very few moments. He's great. He's the... the, Real bad. But, of the other... Reminds me of Dazed and Confused Kid. The worst. (laughs) Uh, Lucas from Empire Records? Whatever. So, the... But his his whole thing is that he is um, trying... Although... The, the French stuff is funny. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> the movie is funny. There are jokes very in this funny. movie. I'm not here to say... But I've just never understood why this is such a cult classic. By well, because it takes the formulaic um, high school movie and it kind of like... It does, 100%. There's like 10 movies that have this exact same plot. You're being serious right now? Yeah, it takes that formula and it like fucks around with it. How? All the movies are about a girl when, that doesn't know that she's getting played by a guy and then at the end they still end up together. That's what... Yeah, but that's like it's just high school movies. That's what they. That's what. All right, so we have to look at like when they go when he's introducing the different cliques. They never. There's never. You the, think that's the first time they introduce cliques in a high school? No, movie? I'm oh. saying they're they're so over the top with it. There's there's literally a cowboy kid eating beans out of a can. Like, oh, like just, this, don't tell me this is you like building up to saying that some movie that's basic is meta. Is that what we're doing? It's not meta. Okay. The roles are reversed. Now all of a sudden I'm the snob. You're always a snob. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It's very nice. <laughs> no, I'm saying like this movie embraces that we're not taking this seriously. We're we're playing with the formula. I think they, that they they're doing they're going with the absurdness of. Unless it. I'm missing something historically with high school movies where this is just setting a lot of precedent for what comes forward, which I really do not think is the case. Um, you don't. I don't know what I'm missing. You don't see how like every single click is to the ridiculous extreme in this. Why is that? Why is that incredible? What am I missing? I I, I get it. Yes, just saying, I understand right, what exaggerating whether you is. Like, as a concept. I'm saying whether you like that or not is one thing, but I'm saying like this movie like embraces the ridiculousness of the premise. Sure. And I think that um, I I think it's hilarious. The script is really funny. I already ate a live duck. <laughs> yeah. That I also think the the ridic- all the fake stories about. Um, I already Heath sold Ledger's his liver funny. on the black market for a new set of speakers. How many of those do you have? Because if you do, just read them off. <laughs> So Don't they, look at him. He's a criminal. <laughs> I heard he lit a state trooper on fire. <laughs> my insurance doesn't cover PMS. Yeah, the, the, P- the PMS jokes were weird. My my two notes uh, are Krumholtz is 40, Harry Potter in the woods, and on the roof at the end. Two full-on just Harry Potter sets where they're in the woods and there's just like a monster tree with like a car dug into the ground. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember that part. When uh, JGL is hanging out with Bianca Breezy yeah. and they're just in the woods toiling. The master shot of the scene, you can see that the tree has a huge face cut out of it, 
and there's like architecture and weird design dug into. You remember when they're under the bridge? Yeah, something like that. I don't that's know. That's like a fame. That's the troll in Seattle. It's like famous. I haven't been to Seattle. Yeah, but it's still like famous. I never been to Seattle either. I, do you know that Space Needle exists? Yeah. Okay. Have you been? Have you seen it in person? No. Do you know that the pyramids exist in Egypt? Okay, answer me with this right now. That's like is Agrabah a real or fictitious place? Fictitious. <laughs> is Arabia a real or fictitious place? Real. You passed. I said real. Mm, you failed. <laughs> you for real failed. I failed because I can't speak well. I wrote down the belly. I don't know what that's about. That's a good question. Oh, is it? I wrote down crop top prom dress. That was an interesting choice. <laughs> Definitely write that down. I wrote down Bianca's trash. Not enough Allison Janney. Yeah. Uh, oh, and when they say, I'm back in the game, that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane when they say, I'm back in the game. There's a lot of JGL silly... says a feeling out loud. JGL has a really funny moment that I'm sure that every single guy has gone through this at some point in either middle school and high school where he's talking to Krumholtz and he's, he's, he's overanalyzing the most innocent comment from a girl. Oh, of course. oh yeah, that's... It's, it was just like... Middle said, school. And this is... Not... Yeah. <laughs> where you been? <laughs> Last week, um, it's like this is this is the most important. She said that really meant something, <laughs> like little things like that. Um, when Heath Ledger uses the drill to, to uh, put a hole in the book, and then that's still the book he's using later in the movie. It's a, it's a funny callback. The only reason JGL's romance makes any kind of sense is that Bianca is basic as fuck. If she was actually as popular as they make her out to be in this movie, she would not come back to him. And Gabrielle Union is hotter than literally everyone else in this movie. Yeah, but she plays such a bitch. Kind of part of the She idea. plays. She no. A little bit. Um, also, you really got to name the black girl Chastity. You can give her any name. What's worse, that or the spit bucket? Spit bucket was so gross. Pretty rough. One of my favorite things about that party, though, is the really uh, nerdy guy who's hosting the party. He goes, "Oh, that must be Nigel with debris," and he starts walking. And then, as all the partiers are coming into the party, you see the one kid holding a like a silver oh, tray yeah, that was with insane, a naming of brie. Yeah, that party is so ridiculous. It's My boy comes up with the fucking the champagne for Julia Styles. Like it's just <laughs> what what we did in high school all the time. Um, Kissing isn't what keeps me up night, what you said in the beginning. Yeah. It's like, the, I, I was losing my mind crying laughing. Him and when he went, oh, oh, the belly. The belly, the note is when he <laughs> made me wear the belly. That's what that note is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he makes sure, I want you to wear the belly real quick. <laughs> and she doesn't really object that hard. She's like, she's, no. She's but like, oh. She puts it on. Um, He's like, not out, just around the just, room a couple times. <laughs> just to be clear, by the way, Julia Stiles' plan uh, to get Heath Ledger at attention is to flash him so he can get out of the window yeah. and they can go uh, paddleboard. Yeah. That's, that was the move. The paddleboard thing was weird. <laughs> okay. um, it cuts immediately from him. One foot out the window, one foot in detention. Yeah. It was all just to get on this boat. How charismatic is Heath Ledger? Who, who Jason paid for, obviously. He paid for that boat. What's up? How charismatic is Heath Ledger in this movie? It's off the charts. You guys, I'm not here to, sh- to throw shade on Heath Ledger, but there's one huge problem with him in this movie. You know what it is, right? Come on. You're going to say it's hair? Of course, obviously. That's his natural hair. This is the thing, though. Heath Ledger perfected his hair in A Knight's Tale. Sure. Now that we know that it can be... I'm with you on that because I think... It's also case, his first American movie. Sure. And he's 19 years old. Julius Stiles is 18. They're really like... They're, they're essentially the and right age. For L- real. Larissa Olenek, 18 also. Krumholtz, 45, right? He's 45. Just checking. <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> 5. Believe it or not, 7. <laughs> Months old. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, He looks so young. Uh, But the hair... I think if, if this was an 80s movie... I have I'd be completely wrong, but this is not right. This is not a period piece, correct? This is nineteen ninety nine, right? This, is, this is, takes place in current day. Then I think I have a case. How, well, I mean, listen, it's perfect the ba- in a night. The band's perfect. The band Letters to Cleo's in it. Of course, it's a nineties movie. 
Oh, that's who they are? Yeah. I thought it was Gwen Stefani when she approached him at the dance. Like, Gwen motherfucking Stefani. But then it wasn't. No, it's Lars Clay. There was a point in time where I was the only black kid in my school that knew what ska was. And I was proud of it. And now I wish I was oblivious as the rest of them. Um, one thing I thought was funny, the flyer for that party says free beer. Fire. Everyone brought beer. <laughs> when they showed the scene of people walking the there, flyer for that party had an address and they threw yeah. piles of it into the middle of a staircase. How else are you going to get the word out? How, to the teachers? <laughs> and the janitor? <laughs> Immediately? I didn't think about that. That's the best way to do it. Uh, the uh, Krumholtz is on fire this entire movie. But when they go to the prom, he's dressed up as fucking Austin Powers. What was that outfit? I thought it was Austin Powers. <laughs> was it not Austin Powers? supposed to be one. Oh, Austin Powers. Maybe we don't realize Austin Powers is based off a real specific booth. It's saying, not James Bond. Are you saying that it's not are James Bond? Are How you you're doing? Are you sure? Medea Altuve. We've done a lot of episodes today. This I've, is just the fourth. I've talked so much out loud. Tonight. I woke up and peed seven times last night. I did not get to sleep in between those pees. I've spoke more out loud today. You just go drink a beer in front of me after I said I'm peeing? I've Sometimes just, I have to think about Hercules, the animated movie, to pee, and you don't even think about me, son. There's a waterfall in it that helps you to, you my emotions. You can't hold it for a couple seconds? I don't got to pee right now. So why'd you say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? What I'm saying? I'm recording a podcast, son. Check your speeds. I've spoken more words mm. today than mm-hmm. I have in the last two weeks combined. You gonna act like you don't like talking now, John? No, I talk a lot, but the thing is, I haven't had the opportunity to talk to people in person. You were first of all, John's bearing the lead. Also, here. we were in the grocery store together earlier. Admit it, seven hours ago. Were we or were we not in a super fresh? Answer the question. Yes. Answer the question. Why would I lie about that? And what did you have on your hands? Gloves. What color were those gloves? They were blue. And what color were the gloves of the employees in that super <laughs> they were fresh? Also blue. And w- and you helped me put my bags into my from, I, the, from the turn co- from the from the turnstile into the mic. You, you did not. I correct. would one hundred percent look like I worked there. Boom. <laughs> Case closed. Can we talk about your? Uh, we've decided that uh, Crumholtz, who's become a favorite of the pod, deserves his own award. Now, no, he doesn't necessarily win it for this movie. I'm ready, Johnny boy! But this Let's is going to be an ongoing thing I'm because hyped. we got to give the credit where credit's due. Man, I talk so about white is... people all the time. It's so fun. Well, there's a lot of them. It's easy. Dude, it <laughs> comes off easily. I can Not say her. whatever I want. No consequence. Please do the honors. <laughs> all right, so we have a new award. This is based off David Krumholtz's, frankly, immaculate, dread fro dangerously close to my own haircut with a beret with a with a glorious velvet maybe a forest green velvet beret in the Santa Claus mm-hmm. when he plays one of the elves in the Tim Allen movie right that's so right he's and as far as I'm concerned that is the only time in my life that I've ever seen a white person with dreads and it looks pretty dope like the outfit I yeah. like it all I'm not he pulls it. it off he pulls Better it off I think the hat is a huge part of it but the award is the David Krumholtz award for white people seamlessly weaving in. I'm going to say black hairstyles, but it, did I phrase it differently? I think I, I'm, I miss, I'm misquoting myself. I thought myself. you said crazy hairstyles. Crazy hairstyles? But I think we should probably go I black. Think, I think black is probably funny, right? Let's call it ethnic. <laughs> that That's great. See, John? That's why we do that. That's why we do the pop. All right, so it's the David Krumholtz So I'll tell you one winner, those two uh, white reggae kids in that class. Definitely not D <laughs> from that episode at the roller coaster and always sunny. It's not going down. Uh, so it's the David Krumholtz Award for white people seamlessly weaving in ethnic hairstyles. I, can I make a prediction, John? Uh, yes, Nader. David Krumholtz is the only person that will ever win this award. I think that's There's accurate. no chance in hell anyone gets close to him. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to take a lot. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's white dreads in some movies that we were probably talking about. You ever seen time. Savages? Yeah, I have. <laughs> <It's> tough hang. 
You ever played Army of Two? <laughs> I have played Army of Two. It's the same thing, but worse. That's a PS2 game, right? It's an Xbox oh, that's 360 early... game, my boy. 360 and uh, PS3. That white box. You can't be happy about Damn. that. Anything else would have been better. <laughs> we got to talk about... Hit me. The, the English teacher. Get flippy on me. Can I say... Uh, he is hysterical. He raps Shakespeare. and It was this, awesome. Well, this is the thing. Because it works. Explain, explain to me the assignment. Was to is it is it translated Shakespeare into rap? No. What is it? It was to rewrite a Shakespeare uh, story. Right. But in your own words. In your own raps. words, but not in a rap as a poem. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad we transitioned from race to race. <laughs> so, no, he specifically was, says as a poem. This is the th- yeah, but this is the thing though. He was doing such a good job of being like a black teacher in a white movie without yeah. it being like noticeable and problematic. Then we gotta start rapping. Then yep. we had to start rapping. But it was going pretty good did, before it, it was rapping. It for did me. make sense for his character, though. Yeah, that is that what you want? You want your black teachers rapping? No. You want blind spotting meets half Nelson every movie? Oh, that sounds like a disaster. It's a tough movie. <laughs> I like a little more. Davi Diggs is the principal this time. <laughs> he raps, uh, but my boy Gosling still does the the crack. Freestyle rap supreme. Anthony Mackie, still a drug dealer. Oh yeah, obviously. So <laughs> fuck that movie. Yes, I don't want to watch it. Nope. So uh, your boy Daryl Chill Mitchell. <laughs> so chill. Shaft, take off the glasses. The, that was great. <laughs> lose the glasses. Yeah, Shaft. Shaft, lose the glasses is fantastic. Uh, he also, um, uh, when he's making fun of uh, Julia Stiles for being like so like uh, righteous, he's like, why don't you, next time you're complaining to the PTA about uh, whatever it says, why don't you tell them why, <laughs> to buy a book written by a black man? It's a it's a great speech. When she responds genuinely, line. and he's like, "Go to the president's oh, office." <laughs> it's incredible. So funny. He's hilarious. Uh, the uh, one of the real shames of this movie is that Allison Janney, who's in three scenes, is hysterical in every single thing she does and says, and then is not in the last forty five minutes of the movie. Probably, it's right? completely ridiculous. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I I wish they didn't debunk all the Heath Ledger's legends. That was a mistake. I mean, it's a cute scene because, like, not true, true, well, not true. Because the two of them both it have grounds like, it in a way I actually didn't want or don't want to ground. Well, the two of them have like a lot of mythology about them. Of course, um, the coolest people in high school have mythology about them. Well, I think they were both not cool though. Hey man, they think I'm a conquistador. Everyone says that about you, and I same job. Scott High School, nine. Um, I heard he ate a whole duck once. Everything but the beak and feet. All of it. Beak and feet sounds exactly like something I would say to you, doesn't it? I think it's something you, almost something you said to me earlier. I may have said it, but I may have said it without knowingly uh, even going there. Um, Heath Ledger saying, are, are you saying I'm not a pretty guy? That was a great sequence. Dude, I know you hate me for staying home and not being a Susie High School. What the fuck is a Susie High School? Oh, he... Keith Ledger also has a line in the car where he says, I know that everyone's uh, into your sister, but I think she's without. That's not an expression I'm familiar with or understand. I mean, he is Australian. Yeah, but she, that's the... You're like, but that's English. But that's the thing that she sa- that he says that makes her want to kiss him. She immediately goes from that and go, kiss me. <laughs> it's weird. What am I missing? I don't understand that. I never heard that expression before. I'm turned on watching you say it. Have you heard that expression before? Well, Just I turn, a, I turn a lot of people on. Amen. I said it in the car. I'll say it now. On mic, off mic. Hot. <laughs> no, I, I honestly... Have you ever heard that expression before? Mm-mm. So, a lot of people think that... Uh, the, you know, you like Paul, you like uh, Paul Thomas Hauser from uh, <laughs> Black Klansman. You think so? Hot, but problematic. 
Yeah. A lot of people say he looks real hot. <laughs> it's probably the most offensive thing you've ever said to me. I stand by it. <laughs> um, it's probably the most offensive. In, uh, Walter House. In this movie, Paul Walter House, you said I it. said Thomas. Oh, you're right. Anderson. You, you said PTA. Mm-hmm. PTH. <laughs> uh, Maya Rudolph hosting the Oscars next year? What do you think? Oscars next year, on or off? Uh, well, if we, hopefully we'll It's have, up to you, Don. Tell us. If the Oscars were to happen right now, right? How are we going to do them with no movies? This is the way back win everything? <laughs> oh, see, I would have thought it would have been the leader battle angel on HBO Go. That's that's where the people that are came at out right in 2019. I, I saw that in theaters. And? It's okay. Speed, skip. <laughs> it's got some fun parts. Stream it, skip it, or speed it. That's where you watch your on, on one foot. You click fast forward and just watch real I'm, closely at the little box. Uh, YouTube gives you the option to uh, watch movies at 1.5 speed. Make that box white. Or, I mean, any video, for that matter. Um, Scrub it and dub it. So this is the f- this movie is the first movie where the Joker is dancing on stairs and then gets chased by authorities. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Which song is better? I think we know the answer. Okay. It's I Love You Baby. It's Frankie Valli, baby. All right. Do you know that song? Yes. It's Frankie Valli from, uh, from the Jersey Boys. Do I know who the four seasons. is? Do you know who Freddie Mercury is? Is that the guy from Queen? Do you know who Fred Claus is? That's Brother Santa. Vince Vaughn, idiot. Oh, right. I'm an idiot. Alliteration. Think about it. Fred Claus. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vince Claus. Got it. I think that, uh, like, I, I, I mean, this movie is very memorable for me. I saw this movie when it first came out. I was 13. And um, Larissa Olenek was someone who I was a fan of before because of uh, Secret, Life of Al- Secret Life of Alex Mack, where she turned into a Capri Sun commercial. Bonner? <laughs> yeah, your name. You. Oh, 13? Yeah. Big time. For her? Her. What about and- her for you? Her? No. What did she say? <laughs> what did she say? Did she give it a miss or did she did She, she like, gave did it she it like Johnny? Okay. <laughs> there's no way she was Johnny like him back then. Uh, 13-year-old John? Not a good look. I think there's a way. Well, there's no will, I'll tell you that much. Well, Freddie got fingered action, a little 10 things I hate about you action. Uh, but yeah, her, and then I'd never seen Julia Stiles before. I remember like, we're like really liking Julia Stiles after seeing this movie too. So you think this catapulted her into brown sugar fame or mm-hmm. what? Okay. This is, this is the, after this she starts doing movies all against black guys. This is a The King style catapult into brown sugar-esque fame. Well, she has this and then she gets the movie with Freddie Prinze and then after that she starts doing uh, Am I conflating her with Jessica Alba? Maybe. Save the last dance, I am. No, that's her. I know. Meaning I conflated her. Oh, you're conflating? Big time. Big C. Nope. <laughs> I heard that the big three is going to be on uh, television. Nope, that's not what I meant. They were doing something. I forgot what it was. I saw a headline. Playing forgot what it was. At each other's crib. Catino Mobley is a legend. I like Catino Mobley. I think he should make movies. Do you have any other things here? Do you have any more quotes? I from just the don't. Teacher? I just. Uh, I've so I. Uh, I thought I didn't see this movie, but I actually had seen it in chunks just all throughout. But I'd never. I'd never see. Uh, I think I've seen it all the way through, maybe once or twice, something like that. Um, but uh, I like this movie. I could do. I could definitely do completely with or without it. Um, I, and I don't understand the Heath Ledger thing, especially because like it's you don't not. Think it's he's not doing what this it, movie? No, no, no. It's, it's not that. It's it's a. It would make more sense to me if like he was evangelized for this. After he died, but people loved him for this in the moment, during and after. This he he was loved for this like basically like right away. So yeah, I, I, this is first American movie, and this like sets him on the trail. I I, I see it with him. I do. I'm not saying he's not good. Um, but uh, he's the best fine. part of this movie as a for, for the kids. Uh, yeah, him and Kermit. 
He's better than Kromholtz. Definitely. Yeah. I said him and Kromholtz. Okay. Although Kromholtz is a close second. And How I, would you describe his waist to shoulder ratio? He's, his outfits are It's incredible. Absurd. He's we, wearing boxy pants. How do you feel about... We didn't... You know what's crazy? What's no up? one ever talks about Jason as like an all-time high school villain. Who? Jason. Isn't, isn't his name Jason? Yeah. Oh, okay. The model. Oh, the joke is that you don't know because I said... Yeah, no one talks about him. That's clever. We're having fun. <laughs> clever. We've been, we've been recording podcasts for, for 25 hours. Since the grocer. <laughs> That John works at. Yeah. Times are tough, y'all. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do in times of corona. I filed for unemployment. I'm about to. Get it. While it's getting. Because we don't got it. And that's think good. this is free? No, I bought it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, like, I mean, as far as, like, the weird thing about this movie is... Pretty much everyone in this movie goes on to be like super successful, the main characters, except for Larissa Olenek, who kind of like disappears. Bianca is Bianca. bad. <laughs> she's, she's not, bad. not She plays a role fine. Again, she's only good if she's meant to be basic. If she's basic, yes, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Did you watch she's, the movie? <laughs> dude, what are you talking... Oh, you mean... So, so, the, so you're saying the part about Jason and Gabrielle Union kind of abandoning her is a bigger deal. She actually is getting left out of like the popular yeah. click or whatever. That's, I don't know if the movie's saying that. I think you're saying that because you know what I want to hear. No, I think I hate you... I, she's the stuck-up... You think uh, my misogyny is ageist? I can double bigotry on anyone, son. <laughs> the first... Uh, everything that happens in the movie up until the party, she's the selfish, bitchy girl. And then because um, JGL like calls her out on it, and then... The, Jason. Is that his name? I don't remember. To continue. JGL. No, no, not Jason. I, it's clicked. I did it, it, clicked, it, clicked a, it clicked a second later. Um, uh, after JGL like calls around in and they kiss in the car, then she takes the turn. So the next day she's dressed a lot less mod. She's just more modest, yes. and then her whole personality changes because she realizes I she's don't being a buy bitch. her as a popular girl. If you're gonna tell me Are someone you? as hot as Heath Ledger is there, you can't tell me someone as basic as her she's is a in sophomore. the high ranks. That's true. But Gabrielle Union's in there. I'm sorry. Gabrielle Union's a sophomore also. In also, a world where Heath question. and Gabriella are there, you can't tell me Not she's... Her. You can be overwhelmed, you can be underwhelmed, but can he be whelmed? I mean, second only to her top five performance, do you right? Really this not, one? Do you not remember that line in the movie? Did you hear what I just said? Second to her top five performance. Her answer to that question is, I think, in Europe. <laughs> it's a funny line. It's good. This is just dumb girls. <laughs> see, now, now, see? Now who's the highbrow misogynist? Wait, I was Came a circle on you. are lowbrow. I don't even know what episode I made this joke. This is the worst. This is episode twenty-six. I know, but we said <laughs> some shit about highbrow madubadies and the, I don't know, man. It's Forrest good. Whitaker played a cannibal in a movie with James McAvoy and Kerry Washington's boobs were in it. Right. What the fuck would you call that movie? Top uh, of your head. A plus. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say last game in Scotland. The fuck do I know? Losing he won, it. He won an Oscar for that. But did she? But did she? And. No. They don't give Oscars to black women. No, only well they give them to Ariolas. Yeah. See, Halle Berry had to show her titties twice, and the second time they were like, "Fine, fine, yeah, all right, fine." But put yeah. a white guy closer to the titties. This time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob was on the other side of the room. Travolta, Travolta was on the other side. I was of the room. Was Billy Bob was closer. <laughs> John, I, 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 I leave it up to you as to whether or not to cut this. I'll just, I'll see how it flows. <laughs> 
Maybe that's the Easter egg. Hey, baby. <laughs> Got it. Oh, sword, swordfish is flow. shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nodder. Call it. Ten things I hate about you. Stream it, skip it. You go first. Stream it. Stream it. Thank you. <laughs> I stream Sarah. I, I, I think... stream Chef. You stream Chef? That's right. <laughs> you stream Chef. I watch a lot of porn is what I'm trying Too to say. Too much Chef. Too much Chef. That was... The, okay, hold up. So Chef is this episode. I'm losing it. No. But I'm, but I'm going to get another beer. This is beer. not this episode. Oh, this is 10 things I had over. Because we're talking about 10 you. Man, you, you make a valid point, John. I'm dead ass serious, too, boy. We've been recording for two hours. like, I know you are. That's what's so sad. Stream it. Buffering. We are doing the summer season of 2000, and the summer season is, of course, defined as the first Friday of May through Labor Day weekend. This got a. This is a. This is a hefty season. There's a lot of big, uh, big movies here. Groove, Shower, Chuck and Buck, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. They got them all. Amy yeah. and Jaguar. I mean, if you're gonna you, you're gonna put out in the same season, Catfish and Black Bean Sauce and But I'm a Cheerleader, I don't know how I'm gonna decide. Decalogue, Refugee, The Opportunists. You know what I dreamed of that? Africa. That's right. <laughs> Again, real place. Keep trying to tell you. You can dream of real places. Not on my watch, you can't. That's a fair point. Have you seen Dragon Ball Z? No. Goku. <laughs> I know there's a Goku involved. Again, many... not going anywhere with these references. Just... How many Dragon Balls are there? Seven? Yes. No, wait, six? Snaps, uh, six. Uh, six. Whoop. My bad. Six. All right. Well, I was close. We did it. I played one of the video games one time. Budokai? No, that's is that the new one? That's no, that's, that's Kak- PS2. Kakarot. Kakarot. That's a Goku's uh, real name. All right. We're not talking about this anymore. Number 58 on this list is what you wanted to start with, Nader. It's MVP, the most valuable primate. Never has there been a better document of, uh, I would say, animal strength. Is this a chimpanzee playing basketball, I mean, baseball or hockey? I thought it was hockey. Are you playing hockey? Check. It's hockey. Hockey. Called Folks, it. We got hockey. <laughs> we did it. Number 58. Is this your favorite movie of the year? 100%. Nah, it's But I'm a Cheerleader. Uh, less than Natasha Leone. Yeah. I never, I've never seen MVP. Doesn't matter, we can move on. My sister has, she loves it. She loves anything with chimps. Let's stay on it. <laughs> Number 32 now, taking a big jump. $21.4 million for Battlefield Earth. Mm. The story written, of course, by the director of, the creator of Scientology. What? L. Ron Hubbard wrote this. Script. He wrote the book. Oh, okay. Because L. Ron Hubbard was a sci- L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer before he decided <clears> that <throat> he should write Dianetics and then um, get into religion. How? Oh, okay. When the book came out, long time ago. Oh, right? long time ago. Okay, sixties like maybe. So that's why Travolta's in it. Yeah, hundred percent. He did this as a favor to L. Ron Hubbard, or as a homage. Who's the black dude in it? I don't remember. Who's the black guy in it? I'll check. Uh, I was gonna say Christian Slater's in this movie. Then I was thinking, um, though that's um, what's that? John Travolta Christian Slater movie? You know what I'm talking about? From the '90s? I don't. Well, it's not important. Oh yeah, Face Off. I mean, uh, no, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yeah. yeah. Man, we're the best. We are the. We know what? Not our. We're the best. Please find out what black person is in Bad for Death. I got. I got to cancel somebody right quick. All right. So we got Forrest Whitaker. Oh, you know what? I bet he actually just thought it was awesome. We I bet he actually just thought it was the dopest thing ever, because that ba- seems totally like his taste. Barry Pepper shows up in this flick. All right, he's canceled. 
Barry Peps? Black people don't like Barry Peps anymore. What about Roger Christian? Is I'm changing Roger... my stance. There's nothing racist about Scientology. Will Smith is a Scientologist, as you as you told me. In, I com- in confidence. I, he has never admitted to it. But Jada, That's why you told me in confidence, because it's a secret. Jada has... Is... Who are we canceling because of this movie? Come on. So we gotta cut somebody. Uh... How do you so credited writers are Corey Mandel, J.D. Shapiro, and L. Ron Hubbard? Brother of brother of Howie, yeah, your name. It's got to be. <laughs> Director is Roger Christian. Is he a Christian or a Scientologist? Your thoughts? Ooh, evangelist, Troop Zero style. It's got to be. Yeah. Also, movies. how Mandel had it right. Don't touch anyone's hands. Ma- Mandel and Michael Jackson were ahead of the game. Mandela. <laughs> Um, oh, so Battlefield Earth is yeah. uh, one of the uh, Battlefield Earth is one of the first movies. I, I think we I, we did Bicentennial Man a long time ago, or not a long time well, ago, recently. Yeah. This, so this is this is close in in real time. This is actually only like a year of time in between these movies. Um, okay. These are these are the first two movies that I'm registering as like terrible. They're movies that oh, I yeah because yeah, I'm I'm like nine. I move. At, at oh, certain, okay. Because at this a certain is, point, movies are like a, just fun. This is fun to go to. But yes. these these two movies, I just I specifically remember being like the people around me are falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. I'm like this. This can be terrible sometimes. This yeah. can just be dog shit. And this is one of the movies because I was out forty seconds in. Um, it's really now. Good. There's a cat. Do you, do you know what which one of our categories applies to this? Oh yeah. <laughs> Travolta is not winning the award. Travolta is most certain. He's basically the what, reason the award used to not exist. Whatever the opposite of the award is, he gets. And the award is, tell him. It's the David Krumholtz Award for uh, seamlessly wearing an ethnic... A white person seamlessly wearing an ethnic haircut. Couldn't have said it better myself. You 100% could have. <laughs> could, have, could, have could have clearly said it better myself, no <laughs> doubt about it. But, uh, yeah, he does not win. No, no. He does not. And doesn't deserve it. Nope. Number thirty. I, I can't talk about that movie. <laughs> Number thirty, which Damn made twenty two point seven million uh, million dollars, is Titan AE. Not you like this movie? You ever get this confused with a uh, Treasure Planet? No, I do all the time. This movie's fine. Yeah. Um, Matt Damon. Sounds right. Who's you tell it? me? Yeah, it's Matt Damon. All right. <laughs> Did you know the whole time? No. Is that rhetorical? No, I was waiting for the thing to load. Matt Damon, Drew Barrymore, Bill Pullman, and Jim Brewer plays the cook. He's from Baldwin. He's from Baldwin. The cook. Shots to Jim Brewer. You said it like the cook was the most pivotal character in this plot. Everyone knows that. He played the cook. When you talk about Tiny E, what does everyone remember? The cook, Jim Brewer. And who played the cook in uh, Scary Movie 2? Your boy. Oh, Chris Elliott. Boom, every time. The Chris Elliott Award for Small Hands. It's for strong hands. Thank you very much. It's for grossly invading someone's personal space. Emphasis on the grossly. Number 29 is The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, which made $26 million. Not her. Yeah. This is a bad movie. Yo, who's in it again? Uh, Frazier? <laughs> is it Frazier? Isn't, isn't, isn't this the era where Brendan Frazier is only in the, oh, all the worst when movies When you said ever? Frazier, my head went to Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> no, I didn't mean Kelsey Grammer in The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, I know Danny DeVito... And uh, who plays the... I thought it was Robert De Niro. I'm glad I was wrong Who plays... That. Oh, is it Robert De Niro? That can't be right. How are you getting to this so fast? When I click on it in Bojo... Oh, you're right. It is Robert. It's Robert De Niro yeah. and Rene Russo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, Jason Alexander is Boris? Yeah, this is De Niro. This is a De Niro. This is, uh, this is a Robert De Niro film picture. How dare you gloss over it, you bitch. It's my favorite De Niro movie that he's made that was uh, about a moose and a squirrel. Number... <laughs> Uh, Giancarlo Altuve, ladies and gentlemen. 
Number 27 is The Art of War. It made $30 million. Not a, what is this movie? Uh, so this is a movie where Wesley Snipes is on some... Yeah, this is a movie. Yeah, oh, yeah you, read, you want to read the description now, John? Look at your face. You're losing I just it. read the description. I'm like, read, how have I never heard of this? Read it, it sounds out loud. great. Get it. Uh, UN Secretary General uses covert operations to help uh, to help diplomacy along Shaw's... They're just calling Shaw there because everyone knows who Shaw is. Shaw's called back six months after one such operation. He witnesses the murder of the Chinese UN ambassador at UNNYC, chases the assassin, and ends up a suspect. It sounds like a fun... Uh, what's he say to me? This movie uh, is one of those movies that, like, thinks it's based off the book The Art of War. That's what's fun about this. This movie is really oh. low-budget and bullshit and a B-movie action stuff, but, like, all the stuff that people say, they think they're being slick and being like, and that is why Shang Tzu had that shit right whole time, son. And I'm like, oh, no, Wesley, don't do it. Please don't. Uh, this movie's really, really ridiculous. Uh... Uh, it's it's like Wesley Snipes. He uh, he he's one of those dudes like in real life actually knows karate and he and it's like a movie based around him being like Blade is just the beginning. <laughs> like. Number twenty five, which made thirty eight million dollars, is the original Kings of Comedy. John, do you know who directed the original Kings of Comedy? I actually don't know who directed it. Spike Lee. That's surprising. This <laughs> is a really weird movie for a couple of different reasons. Well, it's not a movie. Yes, it is. It came, yes, it is. It came out in theaters, and people definitely went out. I, I remember like being salty that I was not allowed to go out because this was rated R to see this movie. Uh, this is a good movie experience too. I've, I've, people have stories about how dope this was to see. I can imagine that being awesome because I mean, good stand-up comedy is always going to be good to see in a group of people. There's no Martin or goddamn Chris Rock or even Dave Chappelle stand-up that came out in no in that time. Even those even those comedians, none of them have theaters. What what, what I mean, comedian period. Um, in theaters, it doesn't happen often. Yeah, and when and when does Spike Lee direct comedy specials? No, that's, that's crazy. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is the crazy thing about this. Light on me. I've rewatched this very recently. The Spike Lee direction of it all actually is really rough because everything, all the scenes that are interspersed between the actual comedy yeah. look horrible. Really? John, they look so bad. They look like they're shot on a video camera that, like, um, is from, like, 2000. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, not not video game because that's the time. Obviously, they look I was going to say from about 2000, but that makes perfect sense. But, uh, but no, it is really, like, kind of shitty poorly made just not yeah. good looking at all it's a real bummer but this movie and again as a movie which again i think it works as is fan fucking test i mean the com- West, it's the on com- netflix you should watch this, this no I've, I've seen it it's, it's great but um, the milk and it's not it's not a real it's not a real special to me number 24 on this list is made 43.7 million dollars is pokemon the movie 2000 uh what do you guys say about this not because i have not seen this film I'm trying to get to it quickly so I can make sure it's the right Pokemon movie before I talk shit about it. Um, this movie is fine. It's definitely not as good as the first one. The the, the Wait, first movie strikes say, back. When you say first one, do you mean Pokemon or do you mean Pokemon the first movie? Because it's confusing. <laughs> I mean Pokemon the first movie. Which is the second. Back. Which is the second movie? <laughs> I thought it was the first movie. It the, is the first movie. The first. Movie, I maintain it's the first movie. The second movie has the word the first movie in it. So what's the first movie called? It's just called the Pokemon movie. Who's in that? Ash, you got Ash. You got <laughs> Misty. <Hero. laughs> you got Ash, Misty, Brock. Topher Grace. Pikachu shows up. Don Travolta. You got Bulbasaur. L. Ron Hubbard making his his acting debut. You got Snorlax. <laughs> yep. Raichu, probably. Scyther. Scyther, Jason sure. Alexander as Abby's Maul from The Return of Jafar. Who's your favorite Gen 1 Pokemon? Scyther. We've nope. talked about this before. It's not Mr. Mime. Why are you distracting me from the plot of Pokemon the Movie 2000? Pokemon the, the Movie 2000 is an epic uh, adventure tale about wildlife and about capturing the wild Pokemon, and that's all. 
No, it's, it's actually it's bullshit subtext about like a rich guy that wants to capture the Pokemon and not let him be free and yada yada. Hey, you know what I like about the name? Nothing. Number 23 on this list. It's the year for the Matrix. This is in between one and two. Oh my God. It is. Uh, she made $44.7 million. It's Keanu Reeves' um, football strike movie, The Replacements. Those are the sports movies they don't need to make any more of. This, I, I love this movie. I think it's really? hysterical. Yeah. Really? I think it's fine. This is a, I love this movie. Gene Hackman's great in it. Keanu Reeves is great in it. Favreau's playing like a crazy meathead. Orlando Jones is hilarious in this. Wow. Maybe I need to rewatch this. Yeah, no, it's a really I remember the Gene Hackman really Keanu Reeves stuff being like whatever. It's really well. Gene Hackman's the only—he's the straight guy in the movie. Basically, he's the only one not taking things seriously. So the French Connection for the first time recently. Popeye. That movie is so fucking good. It's and great, is, and is ruined for me right away. Why? Because because of uh, how uh, exp- uh, racist uh, Gene Hackman is. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so. The movie is so fucking good. It's great. And right away he's like, "You never trust a nigga." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> What? Yeah. What? I, I yeah. Spent a, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh my lord, yes. But but it's, Man, it's not 19, it's, it's not that he drops it. It's the same. No, exactly. It's not that he drops it. It's it's what he says. I think he literally says like, oh, I mean, you, you never trust an anchor. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's wild. I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, but <laughs> Come on, Gene. Notoriously cool-headed man. Um, that movie's great, and that chase scene with the the car and the train is one of the coolest. Really, scenes really, of all time. really love that movie. I, right away, I was like, got it. Classic. And also, cool. they didn't close off that street, and some of those mere falls are li- they're all legit. It looks like Gene Hackman is in the car when it crashes every time. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, that's, that's what happened. Yeah, no, they didn't close. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because it looks like his face every single time. I was like, damn, ooh, Gene. That's that's a fun movie. Uh, number 22 on this list, which made $56.9 million, Shanghai Noon. Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan finally getting together. <laughs> is this uh, is this the one everyone likes or is the next one the one they like? No, this is the good one. Noon what, is the first one. What makes what makes the, what separates them? They're the same movie to me. Yeah. I don't... I can't... Okay. If, you, if you showed me five minute clips from either one, I couldn't tell you the Okay. Because well, so, everyone seems to have their opinions in a bunch that this one's good. Why? I don't know. I'm open to being changed because I don't fucking care, but... I think they're both bad. <laughs> But I love Jackie. Be, right? I, lo- I love Jackie Chan. I'll, if if we were doing Jackie, hey, we're doing the tuxedo. <laughs> if, we're doing, if we're doing Jackie Chan, take it or leave it. I'm leaving it. That seems, that seems fruitless. Why leave it? We don't have that many good Jackie Chan movies. Yes, we do. Number twenty one on this list, which made sixty point seven million dollars, is Coyote Ugly. Now, now this is about a movie where a bunch of women are dancing on a bar. Yep. Uh, I don't know about you, John, but I'm a man. Remember that movie? It was great. Good stuff. It's great. They had one for everybody. <laughs> you know how Hollywood do. It's like the Fast and the Furious of titties, which is just the Fast and the Furious, actually. Yeah, accurate. Number 19 on this list, which made 68.3. Oh, we're done? We're talking about the cultural phenomenon that was Coyote? We're, we're underselling it, I think. I think we, we nailed the... As far parts. as 2000s movie phenomenons go, this was definitely a very big deal for no reason. Um... Everyone liked this movie. But it made $60 million. Uh, this movie, I feel like this movie had a big... Uh, DVD, yeah, of course, yeah, DVD yes, life. 100%. But yeah, I don't know why, because honestly, I think in retrospect, it's actually very basic, and probably not even that sexual. Has Piper Parabo done anything since this? <laughs> I think she's Spider-Man. Oh, she's Spider-Man. Yep. That's fun. Yeah. Number 19 on this list, which made $68.3 million, is Bring It On. I'm talking about the... The Birth of a Nation, a.k.a. Gabrielle Union's birth. This is Gabrielle Union coming in big with these high school movies in 2000, 2000. What? Hmm? 99, 2000. <laughs> 10 Things is 98. This is 2000. Still in high school. Gabrielle Union. 
tra- tracks because she's a senior in this movie and for the Clovers. You're throwing so many numbers at me. The Clovers? That's the name of the school she goes to. This is the mascot. Dope. You can't throw numbers and foliage at me and be like, not or understand. Jazz hands. <laughs> that I get. Um, I, I think this movie is... You skipped the cell. I don't, I, what are you going to say about the cell? That Jennifer Lopez is in it as a demon. Mm-hmm. And Vincent D'Onofrio gets hung by his back skin. A lot, turns out, actually. <laughs> you want to do the cell real quick? Nope. It was a ruse. Um... <laughs> I mean, bringing on is uh, I I mean it's a it's it's a funny it's a really funny movie. Also parodied well in uh, Scary Movie, or uh, no, not not another teen, teen movie. movie. Sorry, and parodied not parried. That's how you counter in a sword video game. Don't tell me how to speak words. <laughs> I, you're supposed to be like, don't tell me how to play my sword video games, and then reveal that you one time read the word swords or swords as s words. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I mispronounced it when I tried to roast you. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work anymore. Doesn't good. <laughs> uh, what do you think about bringing it on? I love it. I like it. I don't love it. Um, I think is the, I think. Let me know if this is a cheer from that movie because I think my sister's high school stole it. It's a. Did they steal it or did this movie steal generic uh, high school cheers? From my high school. You saying that, that your high school started it? No, 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 no. I think my. I think they stole it from the movie. Oh, okay. I'm I, I'm asking you because I don't know. It's a. Uh. uh Burr, it's cold in here. There must be cadets in the atmosphere. I think that's something used by every high school. Ow! I hit my elbow. I think that's just a generic one that every high school uses. Cool, thank you. You're welcome. That's my, that was my, that was, um, you answered my question. Number 18 on the list, which made $68.5 million, is Road Trip. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the movie Road Trip? Tom Green's in this. Well, it's not as good as the Breck Martin Lawrence Raven Simone road trip, for the record. So. Very different. That's movie. college road trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, road trip's fine. Well, is this the snake mouse scene? What's the crazy yeah, scene? That, scene? Well, yeah, that's not. I don't know if that's a crazy scene. The premise of this movie is that uh, um, the main character. Tom Green is known for getting fingered by Riptorn and <laughs> this mouse. And that's uh, it. He'll die that way. The feeding. Uh, that's what they call it in the movie. No, the. Uh, the guy sends a, um, uh, a, a guy's in college and he has a long distance girlfriend. But he has Tom sex. Green. He has a no. He has sex with another girl and it's recorded and is accidentally mailed to his girlfriend at Cole her Clinton. college. Mm-hmm. So they go on a road trip to steal the tape before she can open it. I got it. That's the premise of this movie. That's the premise of a couple movies. Road trip. <laughs> no mice. Number 17 on this list, which made $69.7 million, close enough, is Disney's The Kid. Nader, your thoughts? Big Brucey, two and a half Bruces, Willis Reed. Number 16 on this list, which made $70.3 million, is uh, 2000's Shaft. Nader, have you seen The Shaft? <laughs> this movie is a thriller. It's a, I mean, it's Christian Bale really doing what he does best. Which is, what does he do best? Assault the shit out of Tony Collette. Just fuck her up. Over and over again. It's pretty rough. And Shaft? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen, not seen Shaft? It's been a you. long time since I've seen it. He whoops her ass. It's horrible. And ironically, Mackay Pfeiffer, who you once also thought was Omar Epps, I never dies said as that. a result. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Guys. I've never done that. He wanted to call it the Mackay Pfeiffer Award for black people well, now wearing, you're, now you're wearing you don't know black Mike hairstyles Epps? strangely on themselves. Well, I do think that Mackay Pfeiffer and doesn't Krumholtz look good. have similar hairstyles. Who? Mackay Pfeiffer and Krumholtz. 
Yeah, Krumholz literally wears a belt. I'm not being sarcastic. He looks horrible in 8 Mile. It's not <laughs> yeah, working. It's so bad. It looks so fake. It's not good. Nope. <laughs> Number 15, which made $73 million. It's Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. I used to be terrified of this movie. It was a DVD in my house, and I'd be like, don't bring that Hollow Man near me in the mini DVD player. I saw it in theaters, and I did not like it. Oh. Is it bad? It's not good. Okay. He invisible, though. He, he invisible. It's the Invisible Man. Yeah. But it's called Hollow Man. Right. Is he hollow? Man? No, he's not On the inside. Why is he invisible but hollow? That don't make no sense. He gets injected with a thing that makes him invisible. Yeah, but he's not hollow. He's not hollow. His insides remain where they are. The whole time. No, it's not like a syringe situation. Just take it out. Oh, they syringe him. Oh, it is a syringe. No, I mean like they take all his inside out. No, his inside outs is a different movie. This is ridiculous. Move on. I'm sick of this. This is upsetting. Uh, I'm furious. 14 on this list, which made 90. Yep. We're up in the 90 club. Oh, yeah. $90.4 $90.4 million of Space Cowboys. Add Republican Astro. You know what it is. The Add best. Republican Astro. Love Clint Eastwood, it. Tommy Lee Jones, Space Cowboys. They are white. <laughs> they are white. You can't argue that. I've never, I've never Who's the other it. cowboy? It's like Bill Paxton or some shit. It's, Bill Paxton sounds right. <laughs> it's got to be someone Paxton Jace. It's not Vigo Mortensen, right? That No, he's not. He's the, not that white. Cowboys That's, he's not, relax. He's not that white. He's not that white. That's too far. That's too far. Who do you got? Donald Sutherland. That's white. Oh, yeah. Very white. <laughs> James Garner. That's white. Tank Sullivan. Jerry O'Neill. Hawk Hawkins. Tommy Lee Jones' name is Hawk Hawkins. We had Hawk Hawkins in this? And you didn't want to talk about... I didn't want a Hawk Hawkins on this. Clint Eastwood directed this bitch, man. Yeah, I know he directed it. Show some respect. Nope. Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'm with it, actually. <laughs> uh, number 13, which also made $90.5 million. From the people that brought you the mask. For the people that bought you, uh, that wrote Green Book, it's me, myself, and Irene. Well, at least one of the person wrote Green Book. Uh, this movie. It's very funny. Is it's, it's pretty funny. I think this is the beginning of the end stuff for for Jim Carrey. This, yeah, this but, is where his movie started getting there, not classic. There's there's some there's some really good jokes in it, but it's a pretty rough movie. But there's some funny. There's some really funny. Let jokes. me look. I want to see what movie he did before this. I think this actually marks the beginning of the end. No, oh, he still has the Incredible Burp Wonderstone. <laughs> that's that's the end of the end. <laughs> Well, Man on the Moon is... That's the, that's the failed comeback, in all seriousness, for real, for real. He's so ridiculous in that movie. Uh, it's exactly the movie, because Man on the Moon is before it. And say what you yeah, want, but he got his golden gloves. That's, so that's the one yeah. right before it. Oh, but he does still have... Uh, He's got one more big one. The uh, Majestic? No, 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 no. It's on Sunshine. He's got Sunshine. Oh, that's 2003. Four. Oh, four? So he, he, he got something. Yeah, that's and that. I ride for fun with Dick and Jane too. That is a funny movie. It, it is funny. Oh, that's also kind of like a last of its kind, kind of like fun movie. It's also yeah, it's a formulaic type thing, but it's an cool. underrated Baldwin, basically just doing Jack Donaghy. It's hilarious. Yeah, and Felicity Hoffman's really good in that. Right, she's a chess. Was... No, no, no. Who is it? It's someone we like. Don't be crazy. This ain't, this ain't no man. We don't like Felicity Hoffman. We do. We don't. I don't. Why? Is it because of uh, Spin City, the other show she was on. Leon. Come on, my show's Oh, it's Taylor. Bad Boys ones with black Taylor hair. I get, she never had the black hair again. I get, I get those two confused. Yeah. It's, a, it's a choice. All right, we're breaking into the 100 million club. Cook it up. $101.6 million for Gone in 60 Seconds. Nick Cage, Angelina <gasps> Jolie. We are having ourselves a David Krumholtz fiesta oh, today, right. John. Oh, my. Oh, my. Atlanta. Look at Angelina Jolie trying to take David Krumholtz's championship white people belt. Look at that. Uh, yeah, but she does not wear it well. <laughs> Do you like Gone in 60 Seconds? I think it's terrible. 
I think it is a really, really bad attempt at a movie that the Fast and the Furious was like, we got this, relax. Uh, yeah, it's rough. Uh, also, I'm going to show you a picture of Angelina Jolie's dread, dread braid, not back? I don't know what to call this, but I'm going to show you this, and then you tell me if she is eligible <sighs> for the David Krumholtz Award for White Presence. She definitely does not, win it. does not win it. I don't even know if this is an ethnic hairstyle. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's looks bad. terrible. It's looks bad rough. is what it is. Looks rough. Move Blonde on. dreads never look good. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage is in this movie. The only time we'll ever not get around to that. <laughs> the only time hair could be so crazy. Number 11 on this list is Chicken Run, which made $106.8 million. This movie's fucked up. Have you seen this movie? Um, Problematic. I, no, I've never seen it. It's very much about the slaughter of chickens in a way that... Oh! Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's, it's a movie. The joke is that... Chickens are escaping a coop. They're literally like running away, and like yeah. you can't fly, and all that kind of stuff. But it's that creepy Wallace and Gromit yeah, animation that thing. Animation. And there's just hella jokes about like chickens getting their heads cut off, and the, there's just real people What's threatening this, to kill a, chickens I the whole it, movie. I think it's the same animators. It is exactly that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. number ten, hundred thirteen point three million dollars. It's The Patriot, Mel Gibson, and your boy Heath Ledger. Honestly, I think this is Braveheart of the same movie. Haven't this finished is, either. I think this is better than Braveheart. I I I think The Patriot's actually really good, and Heath Ledger is great in it. Is he American? He's Australian. Smart. The whole time. Don't put him in a box. Enough with this Arnold Schwarzenegger is a cop stuff. Just relax. <laughs> Enough. We get it. Your thoughts on the Patriot? Uh, you haven't finished it. Yeah, I haven't. Not gonna. It's good. I'm I'll look up like Heath Ledger scenes on YouTube. Do that. Keep it simple. Do that for yourself. You know how to do. Although he does have scenes with Mel Gibson, who plays his father. Don't tell me how to have scenes with Mel Gibson. I won't. Okay. Number nine on this list is Martin Lawrence in drag, $170 million for Big Mama's House. Now, this is number nine mm-hmm. on the Box Office Mojo list of uh, in, in you know how we do this in order of, of how much money these movies made. Domestically. This is number nine at $117 million. Number eight is at $123 yeah. uh, million. Dollars. Number eight is the <laughs> Nutty Professor 2, The Clump. So, just... Mm-hmm. Because I love Black History Month, mm-hmm. Big Mama's House mm-hmm. and The Nutty Professor mm-hmm. both came out in the summer of the year 2000 mm-hmm. made a combined $240 million. Mm-hmm. Yep. Neil Long's in the Big Mama's House. Nice. And, and Dave Chappelle is not in Nutty Professor, so, you know. You win some, you lose some. I think I love... not in the clumps. I think Neil Long's in enough movies. She's. You said that before, actually, recently. I agree, I, I, every but time I can't. I don't know. She. Might, I wonder if Neil Long is actually like, like maybe rich from the Fresh Prince. I don't know. Maybe she's. I, I, every time she pops, she pops up. She does great. She's um, got. She's, she's got a mom career coming. It's obvious. Do you know the the joke with the lighter in this movie? The lighter. I'm sorry. The um, uh, flashlight. Yes. That's fun, right? Are you want to tell them what it is? The big mama, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, is in bed with Neil Long. Who's the granddaughter of Big Mama, but doesn't recognize her. <laughs> it's why we do the pod, but it's also like, why we do the pod? They're laying in bed together, and they're, for some reason, um, spooning. Love it. And Nia Long goes, Big Mama, is that a, is that a flashlight in uh, your pants? Uh, uh, whatever. Is I that in the trailer, too? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And then uh, she, sa- she, goes, she says, yeah, and then she pulls out a flashlight. And he goes, oh, do you have another flashlight there? And then he just does a look to the camera. Fun. I gotta say, it's Big Mama's house is terrible. It's not believable drag for a second. The cheeks on Big Mama are always so crazy. Although Giamatti is really funny in this movie. 
Also, Brandon T. Jackson in the third one actually does look like a person. Big Mama has never looked like a person. I've never seen the third one. Is this what gave uh, Tyler Perry the idea for Medea? Because it feels... Definitely the other way around. What, Medea's before this? Definitely. No. The the first Medea? Oh, it's a play verse? I didn't know that. Oh, do you know Tyler Perry's story? No. Oh, yeah. Tyler Perry um, is on some, like, complete, like... He he had, like, some, like, failing play that was Medea that he, like, turned around... And got, like, Oprah to be the book club, yada, yada. There was a lot of um, people doing drag before, like, this decade. I feel before like that's, this decade. Yeah. The 2000s. Like, yeah, 2010s. There was a lot of drag. I guess. I really wish that Jack Black Dra- movie from Tropic Thunder got made. Dra- dragging, com- <laughs> dragging comedies was, like, such a trope for so long. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why. I don't Did find Jim it- Carrey ever do any drag? Uh, he does in Ace Ventura, sort of. Oh. He's in the Asian Asylum. I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Yeah, it's great. Hit it. Number eight is, of course, The Night Professor 2, The Clumps. We had 123 million, after mentioned. Sorry, guys. Um, I got, I, I've never seen this one. I've only seen really? the first. I've only seen the first one. Oh. The, I've only seen the first Night Professor. The fir- they're both bad. I think Buddy Love. The Lo- franchise is bad. Buddy Love is very funny. The funny, um, funny bad guy. I'm good on The Clumps. I, I you want to read the description of The Clumps? I'm no. actually be interested to hear what this You want to hear it? Yeah. Let's see what the description for Nutty Professor 2 The Clumps is. It is, of course, scientist Sherman Clumps inventions <laughs> his upcoming marriage to his pretty colleague Denise Gaines and his reputation are threatened by his evil clone, Buddy Love. Huh. So that's basically the... the isn't that the plot of all the movies? Wait, there... I guess I've been missing out something in the subtext of the Nutty Professor movies. They're all about clones? Buddy Love is in all of them. That's a skinny version of him. The Nutty Professor movies are about clones. But is he a clone in the first one? I thought it was like it was like a Stefan, yeah, Steve Urkel situation. Stefan Urkel. He's going back and forth. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, clones would be different than that. It would be the record, okay. <laughs> That's I, my note. Clones would be different than that. When it comes to Nutty Professor to the clumps, clones would be different than that. It's like a shallow how where the skinny one's a bastard and the big guy, you know what? Tell you what, I don't care enough. We don't to have to bring out. Gwyneth Paltrow in the podcast where we don't have to bring Gwyneth Paltrow in. Hit it. Number Disney, seven. Disney time. Made $137.7 million. This is, of course, Dinosaur. I was going to go roar, but no one knows what the fuck dinosaurs sound like. They could have gone squeak, squeak for all I know. They could have just made the sound, Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart. We wouldn't know. Have you seen Dinosaur? Yeah. Your thoughts? Movie. Your thoughts is that it's a movie. I maintain that it's a movie. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna take your word for it. Play devil's advocate here. I haven't seen it, so I can't say for sure that it is a movie. But I am a, to understand that it is a movie. You want to read the description? Sure. Please do. Dinosaur. Hit me. An orphan dinosaur raised by <laughs> lemurs. You get surprised every time, John. <laughs> joins an arduous trek to a sanctuary after a meteor shower destroys his family home. So this is basically like um, the land before time, but just walking and more boring. A lot of rain, a lot of not good. That sounds terrible. Why do it's people see very this? flat? They well, did it again with the good dinosaur, but they were like, "This one's fun." Also, not fun. Incidentally. Also, it's the good. <laughs> Pete's dragon. I like Pete's dragon. It might you, be... didn't, you never owned a, a dragon egg. I you know Hagrid. I'm Hagrid. Hagrid had a dragon egg? He had a dragon egg. Good for him. Yep. Number six. I remember seeing this movie in theaters. I don't know what this is. This is uh, $155.4 million. What Lies Beneath? That's, of course, with Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton. Is this a horror movie or some bullshit? It is a suspense film. Option B. Although there was one jump scare in this movie that I 
I think the only time I ever reacted more in a movie theater was in Men in Black. I'm sorry, when Independence Day, when the uh, scientist hits the glass. There's one thing in this movie that I reacted really? almost as much to. Oh, no, I guess that was pretty fucked up. That didn't scare me as much as it was just gross. Didn't scare me, but it was the like, oh. thing. Yeah, it was fucked up. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty solid, um, thriller. I disagree. You haven't seen it. I agree. You have, you agree that you haven't seen it? I do. I, I disagree. It's very majority. <laughs> you don't think? All right. I think you've seen it. I thought, all right, I, I admit it. I think this is 10 things I hate about you all over again. I've seen it. Number five now. We're getting into some heavy hitters here. Bang, bang, have a this, nice drink. This top five is pretty stacked. Thick. Two C's. Number five on this list. Swing it. $157 million for the screen parody movie, Scary Movie. The inaugural Scary Movie. This is the movie that makes the Waynes Brothers super rich. For sure. Because this is like, this is the start. They end up making four of these and then spinoffs of like. Another, oh, they're like, in the fourth one? They did at least four. Oh, I know that they're involved with three. Oh, they're not. Oh, I didn't know they dropped the franchise. I there's there. I don't even know that they're in. I mean, three. You know, three is the Charlie Sheen one. I don't think that they're in three. Yeah, the one with the three is the Charlie Sheen, Kevin Hart, Anthony Anderson one. Yeah, they're making fun of signs. Yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this one. But it is their franchise. Yeah. Huh? Well, I'm sure they're still getting paid on this it. This movie's a phenomenon. This movie was definitely like a thing that everyone maybe like under 25 was like, not since kind of obsessed with. Not since like Hot Shots was like a farce movie. This like uh popular yeah and we're in it's, and it's crazy because this is not the best one too the second one is better the second one is better because it's like the haunting and uh, a bunch of other stuff but this is i can't believe they got no I'm, well i guess i'm more to say i can't believe they got two out of these that's crazy they got two good really yeah. good successful money making joints can you imagine a parody movie making 160 million dollars today i cannot imagine a parody movie being in theaters in all seriousness yeah today. it doesn't really, really happen I, much. I can't i can't see it happening um, but this is, I mean, and Very this movie is legitimately funny, and it makes a lot of really funny, a lot of funny references. Funny. Um, this movie definitely toes the line with, like, how you think Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans are portraying black people and gay people. Sure. Um, but <laughs> outside of that, uh, it's certainly, I mean, actually, and it's also tiptoeing is not what I should have said right this now. Movie, <laughs> Jumping up and down on it with sneakers. This movie also better. launches Anna Ferris. And Regina, uh, oh, almost said King. From, uh, from Shaft? <laughs> Every time. 2019. Uh, Not this year, 2000. Was Regina Hall was in movies before this? I don't You tell me. Yeah, she was Mr. in Love and Basketball. We talked about the episode before. You don't remember her from the Who's she playing? I don't know. She's in it, though. I'm glad you didn't say, like, a friend or a teammate. I'm glad you didn't lie. She's, she's also in The Best Man, which we talked about. That's Neil Long. She's also in that, too. I didn't, actually don't remember her. No, I'm thinking of the wood. No, no I'm not thinking of the wood. I'm thinking of the chick. That's not Regina Hall now. Will Smith dates both of them in the Fresh Prince. Let's get back on track here. Scary movie's great. I love scary movie. This is her, uh, this is her fourth movie. What's more offensive? Yeah. Which, which Wayne's brother's more offensive? Oh, it's Marlon. <laughs> Black. Fro. More than gay? Yeah. Okay. Because the gay stuff's crazy. Gay stuff's out of control. Is it really bad? I, I mean, it's, it's all, been all the time. It's as it's the the. I mean, it's just the gay guy that wants to fuck every single man, and it yeah. is almost every time <laughs> succeeding. I would say down to the ghosts. Yeah, well, that's fun. X Men's great. Uh, we talking about frogs next? Number four on this list. Yeah, say the quote. One hundred and fifty-seven point two million dollars. Say the quote. This is X Men: 
Say it. Say X Men. Oh, another. This is, this is like Professor. Hi, I'm John. This is Professor Xavier's men. No, I thought you were gonna say the the the, the Toad quote. The thing I don't that, remember what Toad says. No, not no the Holly Berry thing. It's like the worst. Everyone says it's like the worst movie line of all time. What did she say? Google it. I'll Google it. Why, why do you care so much about this? I don't. I honestly thought it was something that you cared about. I don't give a shit about that. I gotta. I I'm, like this movie. It's too. No, it's not. Thanks, man. Bad. Kelsey Grammer's in this. No. Does he play Beast? Uh, doesn't Kelsey Grammer play Beast in this? Got it. I know the line is. Uh, Kelsey Grammer plays Beast in the. Pretty sure third it's this one. one. Third one. Third one. Is Beast in this movie? He is, but on television. And when 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 Wolverine walks into a bar, he's on television in this one. In X Men. Yeah. There's I think four people played Beast. Beast is one of the guys that is played by. It wasn't Kelsey Grammer in this movie. It's Kelsey Grammer in the third one. That's confusing. Anyway. There's a line in this movie where Holly Berry says this. This is her as Storm. Yes. Uh, Marsh fucking weather shorty versus Toad. Motherfucker that just is a frog. And her line is, and she says this threateningly. She says, you know what happens when a Toad oh, gets struck yeah, by I lightning? I remember this. Yeah, see, you bitch ass. And you didn't want me to Google it. You look like a Google it. Nailed him. This movie's real fucked up. First scene, what is it, John? I don't remember. Holocaust. Oh, concentration right, they're setting up... Big time. Uh, <laughs> Big time up, concentration Setting up Magneto. Big time. Um, Patrick Stewart's great. Ian McKellen's great. The dude, Hugh Jackman's great. Famke Janssen's great. A dude melts, disgustingly. He becomes yeah. droopy on a beach. He mm. becomes a jellyfish stuff. And Brian Singer, renowned oh, babysitter. Oh, how That's what they call him. So gross. Uh, the only thing about X-Men is... Like, I, I mean, not him. The classic... The, I mean, X-Men is a classic, like, parallel... Lifeguard. Got it. It's the classic parable of like uh, for basically minorities being like uh, um, mistreated and you know obviously use mutants instead. And uh, this movie is Tracy Morgan is Malcolm X. Mike Epps is no Mike Epps is Malcolm X. Tracy Morgan is Martin Luther King. Yeah, That's the metaphor the X Men are about. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I really love love, love this movie. Uh, yeah, X Men. It was one of the only superhero movies that I like really really enjoyed. Two, oh, uh, two, two is the good one. Of I this like iteration of the movies, two is good. One? X, X-Men and X-Men 2 I really enjoy a lot. I'm, I'm then I fall off. I'm fine on it. I'm fine on it. Then I fall off hard until Logan. Uh, what's better, X-Men or Spider-Man? In terms of Marvel movies that start before the MCU, for you. For me, I, uh, I the first Spider-Man's fantastic. Real, man. I don't like... People it. are wilding. No, I like the first Spider-Man. Right. Take it away, Cucky. You know what he does? Hmm. Whatever spider can. Number three on this list, which made $182 million, is The Perfect Storm. You got Clooney. You got Wolfgang Peterson directing this thing. Is that who directed it? Come on, obviously. You got Clooney, you got Wahlberg, you got... Um, you got William D. Whittlefitz. Is John C. Riley writing it. John C. Riley, Mark Wahlberg, Diane Lane, George Clooney. Diane Lane, yes. The big picture misquoted, or they misremembered this movie. They said that uh, everyone dies at the end. Not true. What happens at the end of this movie is that, oh, spoiler alert, whatever, it's the perfect fucking storm, is that they all get saved the last second and George Clooney decides to go down with, the ship, down with the ship, even yeah. though that the boat is coming to save Mark Wahlberg and shit. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. It is certainly scary. I remember being terrified yes. in the movie theater watching. This was fucked up. The, the CGI in this, and they probably don't hold up anymore, but in the moment, it was fantastic. But it's also very dark. I actually think yes, it could it hide, kind of hide behind. It's all just... Oh, maybe, maybe it gets away with it. I'm just... My re- re- reco- recollection of it was Recommendation. Yeah, my recommendation of this was that it was... 
how did I say that easy? Um, that it was it was like super scary. Yes, hundred percent. Number two is a movie. No, oh, you're doing it now. No, you do it. <laughs> I have to walk around the fact that I haven't seen this and then say it for having surprised I haven't seen. I was surprised you haven't seen it. Number two, it's been 187 million dollars. Is Gladiator so good? Everyone knows that. Am I right? <laughs> the best. Sick. It's, it's, I have I have so much to say. I can't stop talking about Gladiator. Not who's your favorite character? The Joker. Right. It's gotta be Joaquin. <laughs> Man, dude, he his tongue is so far out in right. his mouth right. that it's in the movie. Right. Does he remember when he does that? Oh. Yo, he's got thumbs. Yeah. He's got thumbs. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Russell Crowe. In this movie. He's in it. Oscar. Yeah. Ridley Scott directed this movie. Yeah, you did. know that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> you seen this shit? I've seen it. <laughs> okay. I actually, the, well, I, had to, I got to watch this in my history uh, class in high school, and it was fantastic. I've already seen it at this point, but. Uh, oh, dope. My, I've been there. My history, my history teacher was chill as hell. People just bring a new gladiator left and right. I don't know what you're talking about. How have you not seen gladiator? <laughs> How did you avoid it? I didn't avoid it. Um, I think well, it just you looked, have. It looked like it just looked like history shit at first. Oh, God, that's the dumbest, dumbest thing you've ever said. People said it was like hardcore, and then I saw clips, and I was like, Nah, man, that's some bullshit. Mm, it's, they, ain't, some... they ain't gladiators. They actors. What is that? You fucking asshole. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, go see Gladiator. It's a fantastic movie. Snow Ben-Hur. Number one, Mission Impossible 2. $215 million. The only movie to hit the $200 million club. I don't think that we've said enough about this franchise. I know. Not or I, have we talked about this one yet? Yes, we have. Not. John Woo, baby. I think this movie is the worst of the franchise. And, 100%. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. What else is there to say about Mission Impossible 2? It makes sense that it made that much money, but... Um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Do your best. Stop. Well, stop hiding from the people. Do your best. Do Grey Scott impression. Stop hiding. I'm not doing it. The people want to hear it. Uh, what? How long? Ethan is the, how, Hunt. <laughs> how long is the time period between this one and three? Uh, three thousand six. Six years. All right. So they waited six years, and this movie they made had to it. fix it. I know, but this movie made a shitload of money, so it's kind of crazy that it did that. Anthony Hopkins isn't just gonna fucking sit on his ass for less than two hundred million dollars. Hopkins was never coming back. <laughs> how do you know? What if he didn't get invited back? Uh, this movie also had a budget of 125 million, and um, what do we got worldwide? I wonder what we got worldwide. What do we got? What do we got worldwide? What do we got worldwide? Why did they? Worldwide, this movie made 500 and 546 million dollars. So this was a huge success. That's a dicky dog. It was a dicky dog. Um, this is the Chimera one. Always okay. Fandy Newton. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't about viruses. It's a shame that Fandy did. Rather, virus eye. Oh, virus eye. All right, Nader, we gotta give out some awards. Let's get freaky with it. What do you want to give out first, my friend? Box office surprise. <laughs> Box office surprise it is. Let's do it. What do you got? You go first because you decided. I'm gonna go with scary movie because it's a parody movie and it made 157 million dollars, <laughs> and that's Too surprising. Bad. It's surprising that it made that much money. I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go with Space Cowboys because that's Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones making ninety million dollars. Yeah. You think it would have made more? <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> Is it? He's and he somehow beat out Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty fuck. I don't know that Clint Eastwood made. I mean, I guess American Sniper is probably his biggest hit hit by far. But um, million, Space Cowboys maybe too. Frankly. Oh yeah, because that made a lot of money. The Million Dollar Baby did well, and then uh, did Richard Jewell do well? Nah, not 90. The original didn't make no $90 million. Yeah, probably not. It's not going down. 
Uh, what do you have for shelf life? For shelf life, um, I well, you go, you go first again, actually. Okay. Does that mean you don't have an answer? <laughs> I have bring it on. You have bring it on for shelf life. For shelf life, yeah. Now that's interesting, John. What's that? Because I'm vamping. <laughs> <laughs> no shelf life. Uh, yeah, because that was a movie that I I didn't watch it originally, but then it was like on like pay per view, like when I had free pay per view, and I uh, watched it a bunch of times. No, I know, I and, know, I just I made the category. And I know how it and works. And it's it was such a better movie because I thought it was gonna be some stupid like girly movie, and I, I thought it was actually really funny and a uh, good movie. I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm not gonna overcomplicate. I'm gonna say scary movie. Okay, yeah, that's scary fair. movie is my shelf life. What you got for uh, worst title? There's some fun ones. There are actually. You want to just, just read the fun bad titles? Oh, we said a bunch of them before, but um, we did. Do you have one on the top of your head that you wanted to go with? Uh, let me go with uh, Hochella. There's a movie called Hochella. Hochella '82. <laughs> oh no, that's really a movie. What you got? I'm gonna go with Eight and a Half Women. Nah, that one's not that funny. I almost said That's that one. That's not funny, but better. it's... Give me but a funny it, one. It is actually the worst title. <laughs> Give me a funny one. You're better than that. Give me a funny one that we haven't said. You can do it. Is it... It's a great list. Is it Rafifi? <laughs> <laughs> Did you already say, but I'm a cheerleader? Yeah. Oh, that was the best one. You may have fucked yourself. Oh, no. You... Oh, it's Chuck and Buck. <laughs> I know. I said Chuck and Buck. Look, number 55 and number 50, 56. Hit him. Oh, yeah. No, number 55, Catfish and Bike Bean Sauce. And then number 56, Jesus', Jesus Son. son. <laughs> Confusing. Yep. Younger Jesus. Younger Jesus, they called him. Yep. Now, what is your favorite movie? Or My, do you want to do best first? Uh, let's do best first. Okay, what do you got? Oh, 100% the original Kings of Comedy. It's not really a movie. It really is, and it really was in theaters, and you're really tripping. No, I know that it was in theaters, but I don't consider Eddie Murphy Raw a movie. All right. What do you got for surprise you haven't seen? Well, I'm going to do my favorite first. All right, I'm crisscrossing. Oh, did you favorite or best? Three Man Weave. You did, you did I best? Did best. My, I think best is Gladiator. Okay. What you got for surprise you haven't seen? Surprise I haven't seen? Yeah. I've seen most of these in the top. I think there were a bunch that you said you hadn't seen, honestly. Yeah, but ones that are like, I'm surprised I haven't seen it? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Space Cowboys. I've never seen Space Cowboys. And you're surprised you haven't seen Space Cowboys. I feel like I would have seen all the Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, directed by Joints? Yeah. Cool. Fair enough. Because, I mean,. As much as I don't agree with him in anything political, he's actually a pretty solid director. What do you think for surprised we or not surprised we haven't seen a thousand times? Coyote Ugly? Yeah, probably. I've seen I've seen parts of that movie a lot. <laughs> what do you have for your favorite movie? Shaft. Come on, Shaft. I got the replacements. The disrespect run ramp, runs rampant in this podcast. You need to watch the replacements. You need to watch Shaft again. Fair. Jeffrey Wright is pe- his name is Peoples Hernandez. No, it sounds awesome, and I'm gonna watch it's it. Sick. I will watch Shaft. Are you going to watch the replacements? Brittany Runs a Marathon and The Players Club are both ahead of that. Frankly. Listen, we don't have. To I take p- your recommendation seriously, John. I'm gonna keep an organized nah, list, and I'm gonna complete the list. I'm no list bitch. You remember this: we don't have to record again for two months. <laughs> it's true. Well, let's get out of here because I got to pee, bro. All right, real quick. Last, last looks. looks. I have a movie that's on HBO Go. It's a parody of rom-coms. It's called They Came Together. It's with Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd and Bill Hader, Ellie Kemper. It's really funny. I'm going to go with a little classic, guys. Watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon on Netflix. Nice. Get that before they take it off. Not our next episode of the stream. What are we watching? We are going to be watching Hollywood Shuffle. Robert Townsend's just, I mean... 
flat out bonkers masterpiece uh 1987 streaming on amazon prime i don't even need to tell y'all what it's about hollywood shuffle is about the hollywood shuffle ain't that right johnny it's literally exactly about that and i would suggest that people do yourselves a favor and watch the trailer first because it's it's a beauty on its own oh you told me about the trailer i'm excited to, to watch that we'll, we'll do that right after this Ooh. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's Follow us on the Stream Pod. At the Stream Pod, T H E S T R E A M P O D. And of course, uh, rate, review, subscribe to the show. I put notes uh, with the descriptions and time codes and links to the movies. And uh, hopefully, we won't be in quarantine when we come back in May. Mm-hmm. And Don't uh, touch none of my shit, John, or anyone listening. I'll fuck you up. Don't, let, don't touch not our shit. We'll see you in two weeks. I'll end. The lighter was canon. I gotta say, now that I know, I'll make a bigger deal out of it. But I didn't know the lighter was canon. I didn't, because because oh. a couple episodes ago, you were like the lighter, and I was like, what the fuck are you looking at me? That was this tone you're taking with you've me. You've done but. it like three episodes in a row, so we gotta keep it going. So so the voice doesn't matter anymore. It's more about the lighter. What's no, more it's prudent? Both. It's, it's both. both. Oh, it's gotta be both. Oh, well then I'm gonna really hit it.